Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Fresh Clean Lore. My name is Sturgis. This is episode two, or number two, or however the hell I'm going to number these. I don't know anymore. Um, this time, I bring on someone I have not brought on in the past, and I let them introduce themselves. Hello. I would be your good buddy, Josh. Uh, no, I have not been on one of these before. I tried to, but uh, things just didn't work out. Oh no, I've sucked. I admit to it. I've <laughs> many people have been like, "Hey, uh, can I be on?" And funny enough, I'll say it like I was supposed to actually have somebody on on Sunday, uh, two days ago, because it's Tuesday now when I record this. Mm. Um, and they're like, "Hey, you know, you didn't get back to us." I'm like, "I said I'd want to record on Sunday. I just didn't say what time." <laughs> Oops. Look, man. I know I can be a little uh, weird when it comes to scheduling, but it also comes down to I was trying to find that perfect moment of my son being asleep, Rachel doing errands, and it just didn't come up. Fox took a, a nap early, and I was like, oh, God. Um, he's running around, like, staring at me. I'm like, does anyone still want to record? No? Uh, okay. <laughs> it's part of having a, that's part of having a family, man. got to work things <sighs> out. Look, I, I, I try. I, I try to do what I can. You do a good job. Surprisingly, I I, I keep being told that. I don't believe it, though. <laughs> well, just just take our word for it, okay? I, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess I'll take that. I mean, that that's good. So, um, in this case, what have you been up to, sir? Or what do you want to what, what do you want to tell your tell people about yourself if you want to or not? <laughs> Understandable if you don't. I mean, aside from debating on going back to streaming on Twitch, not really too much except for the new WoW expansion right now. Streaming on Twitch, so you're saying you've done it in the past. For those that don't know, obviously, I'm not going to explain Twitch streaming because that's a stupid thing to explain at this day and age. But um, some people like to watch other people play video games on the internet. <laughs> Think of it it is uh, modern-day voyeurism for the average adult. Why do you have to make it sound a lot dirtier than it is? <laughs> I mean, there's there's more social interaction than than most people give credit for. They're like, oh, you just sit and watch somebody play video games. But at the same time, being a viewer, watching, I don't know, some of the bigger people on Twitch, you sit there and you interact with members in the chat room like you would face-to-face. You know, you go in, you th- somebody throws a topic down in the conversation, and everybody starts chiming in or... This, whoever the person you're watching is like, hey, what do you guys think about this? Or, you know, can you help me out with this? And people start chiming in that way. It's like there's multiple forms of social interaction that is good, especially for heavily introverted uh, people. Because they still get the social interaction, but they don't have to do it face-to-face. And that's one thing that really hurts uh, people who are social, socially inept. Oh, no, I, I completely understand in that regard, so, especially seeing how, um, it, having gone to, like, conventions and such, mm-hmm. you see a lot of people just come out of their show a little bit because it's like, oh, look, there's people that are like me, and they understand exactly what I like and how I like it, and they share that same common ground with me. Flip side, you also have that, uh, when it comes to streaming, as much as I've, it's weird, like, I've, I've watched a few people play and everything, but I've never really actually gone ahead and sat down and done it myself, except for, like, twice. It was mainly for Jackbox, I'll admit to it. <laughs> I didn't have to run with that. Jackbox can be fun. Oh, yeah. I just, um, I don't know, I've always been 
as much as I come off as that very social person, I admit to being like socially secluded sometimes. And people are like, Hey, come out. I'm like, ah, just send me a message online, please. <laughs> you know me better than a lot of people. And you know how I can be like, I'm very, very outgoing, but at the same time, I'm really, really introverted. <laughs> so for me, like when I first started, it wasn't even called Twitch. It was called justin.tv. So eight plus years ago, I believe. Look, man, I, I was mad when I then they're like, "Hey, you gotta make a separate Twitch account." Like, excuse me, I have a Justin TV account. Why can't I convert it? No, my Justin TV got uh, grandfathered in. I'm pretty sure mine did too. But remember when they had it so that if you uh, made a Justin TV account, you couldn't have the same name on Twitch. Oh, there was um, there was a point in time where if you um you had to. You had to do something, but you could link your, you could make your Justin TV your Twitch account. Oh no, no, I, uh, yeah, they they did that near the end when they were like everyone was starting to pitch a fit because when I did it, I was like, oh god, I want to get my name, and they're like, nope, sorry, buddy, you you made a Justin TV account, you can't have a Twitch account. I'm like, fuck off, because <laughs> mm. they, um, if I remember correctly, didn't they spin the gaming section off into Twitch? Uh, well, all of Justin itself shut down. Like it, initially they were moving everything just to Twitter, or it was going to be split off. But when everything shut down, um, Twitch took over everything. And even now, they're still they're still diversifying their setup. Yeah, it came out recently that they're dropping the whole IRL section and now actually making it flat out like, hey, you know, here's creative, here's art, mm -hmm. here's I got to give credit. I'm like, all right, cool. They're finally trying to, you know, get it out there and said not just go, oh, you'll go into Twitch and uh, you're a gamer, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. So what are you going to um, go ahead and stream if you, once you get back on? Uh, before I was streaming like. I was streaming a lot of Rocket League, a lot of uh, Heroes of the Storm. Like I diversify what I stream on there. I just I like to play games. I like to interact with people when I play my games. So it's always been kind of just whatever I feel like at the moment. I'm not one of those people who just jumps on and says, "Oh, wow, just got a new expansion. Let me try to stream it." Because you're going to get buried with no views. So if you find something that other people enjoy and you keep doing that, and you slowly build your your uh, viewer base up and you slowly build a community out of it then you start to venture out like a buddy of mine is a Marvel contest of champions streamer and he's the number one growing fastest and number one most popular for that particular game so as he gets bigger then he can start to grow you know his viewer base by saying alright well let's play this tonight let's see how you guys like that go from there like, that's kind of my plan too hmm yeah, no, I've um, I've thought of some ideas, especially seeing how I've got a little one. I was like, you know what? Eventually, I might have it. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to exploit the fact that I'm going to use a small child to get views on the internet, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I kind of want to go ahead and eventually do it. Like, hey, you know, uh, I'm introducing these games to my son for the first time. Maybe I'll stream his reactions. <laughs> I mean, you could do that, or you know, you could actually. If you if you have a, a decent following like with with the podcast, you could actually take that and do it where people could see it done live. Like you could actually stream it via I think like Skype or something. You could do the video calls with, and oh, then yeah. you, know, you could actually build a talk show on Twitch. 
no the fact that they're now going ahead and allowing more for this to be live done i've i've thought about it i just feel most of the time i'm like i can be photogenic i know my guests that i usually keep on people are like i don't want to be in front of a camera i'm like well i don't want you in front of a camera (laughs) yeah no if you're gonna do something like that you definitely have to be comfortable with it like i don't mind doing it like you know because i obviously stream i have a face cam i don't mind it at all you can set it up with like face rig um which is a it's a program where it puts a digital face over your face using your webcam. Oh yeah, I have it. I admit to it. I got it. I got it long ago. I kick. I wait. Did I kickstart it? No, I think it was on Indiegogo. Whatever the case may be, I know I can't. I <laughs> funded. Right, I right, didn't right. Get, I didn't get the pro version though, so I can't make money off my version. I um, there's a good buddy of mine that he streams on Twitch uh, under the name General Mittens. And he's uh, a cat. <laughs> he streams as a cat. And it's, I mean, it's, he's a great, like, he interacts with it, with everybody in his in his chat. Like, he's super, super easygoing, super relaxed. Like, he's a good guy to watch and hang out with. Gotcha. So no, stuff like I, that, you could get away with. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've just, I don't know. I, I see it as a opportunity that I, I might go down that path eventually, hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, uh, I, I like the uh, ability to stop a, a session, finish the recording, edit it, add music, do stuff to it on you know after the fact, and not. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, hey guys, let's let's quick cut, please. Uh, technical difficulties, or in your case, I understand why you like to stream because you can sit there with no pants all day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can if you really want to, but if you got to get up for water or, you know, whatever the case is, and you accidentally leave your webcam on and see, you know, somebody sees that, you get reported to Twitch uh, police, and then, bam, you can get banned. Like, it, it's it's got a, it's a catch-22. It's got its ups, it's got its downs. <laughs> I was just playing Rocket League. I'm sorry that I didn't have pants on. Uh, it's my house, okay? <laughs> yeah, like I live here. Like, come on now. You tuned into the stream. I didn't ask you to do it. I didn't force you to do this. You, you also clicked to. the fact that it says 18 plus. If you're 12 years old, <laughs> you need a GTFO. But my mom said I'm mature for my age. <laughs> <laughs> well, your mom don't know Jack. Oh, God damn it. So um, it's uh, 3. Uh, yeah, might as well let the, the people know at home. It's 3 a.m., 8 14, 2018. And this new WoW expansion came out. I might as well, you know, I'm not trying to make every episode about games, but I'm bringing on people who are doing. Hey, we could talk about whatever, man. Oh, I know that, but just get it out of the way. What is this whole battle of Azeroth? Battle for Azeroth? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. The, the previous expansion, Legion, was... The last right, one was, I played was, was really... Mr. Pandaria. That's what I did. Okay, oh, I'll man, you have missed out. You have missed out. There, there have been... Did I, though? Well, I mean... In terms of the actual gaming world itself, yeah, you missed out. But in terms of life, no. You haven't missed out on anything. I've skipped, like, I admit, my my lifetime with WoW has been 
the game came out. I was like, fuck off. I'll play Final Fantasy 11. <laughs> and then I played 14. I've never actually it, really played 11. 14 was good too. I, I really wish I would have played it a lot more than I, I, I played 11 because 11 I played, I put some time in 14. It was broken. Then a realm reborn came out. I wanted to play it more and I just never got it back. In oh man. A realm reborn. So, so good. But um, with WoW, I was like, okay, I picked up Burning Crusade, and people were like, oh, you know, you got to play WoW. I played it for a little bit. It was kind of cool. I made a Blood Elf, whatever. Then um, I skipped th- what was after? Wrath of the Lich King. I got it, but I skipped it. But I did play I did play uh, Cataclysm. <laughs> <laughs> At least you called it by its proper name, Cataclysm. We don't refer to it in the WoW community as cataclysm it's definitely cataclysm because it's probably been the biggest falter aside from like what happened with say city of heroes from ncsoft Uh, what uh, what do you mean i've never heard of the downfall of such a good game what are you talking about (laughs) yeah i know it's a taboo subject trust me i played i played my ass off in that game but, but yeah, I I tried uh, Cataclysm, and then what came after? Mr. Pandaria. I tried a little bit of it, and then I just said no. <laughs> the big problem with Mr. Pandaria is it went for entirely way too long as an expansion, plus with there was so many content droughts in it. it. It just it got super stale, so the player base decided to leave. But I was about to say, like, in the case of an MMO, you want to have new content come, right? Yeah, it's small. You don't need... Okay, so you don't need to throw in... And this is with any game that's going to have, you know, content being added to it. You don't need major content patches, like, every three months. Maybe you, maybe your company decides to do it, like, two great big ones every six months. Like, a, uh, like, like almost like Destiny does with their... Their micro DLCs and then their comet drops for their expansions. Yes, yeah, that that's even though Destiny is in a, yeah, Destiny is in a, it's in a better place. It's in a better place than it was. Oh no, but they're if, doing better, but that's that's a that's a loaded question because they're not really an MMO. They they keep on acting like one, but it's they are not it's a, a looter shooter. MMO. I know, I know, it's a looter shooter. It's just like the Division, and I'm I'm a very big proponent to the Division because that game was literally abandoned by. We the player base, and yet it is an absolutely fantastic experience. I have it. I should really de- uh, d- dive back into it because I've heard nothing but good things on it. It's um, since the underground came out with one of the patch. I can't remember the patch number, but I think it was one point two, one point three, something like that. Um, it is. It revamped the loot system. It. Uh, made the the gaming experience like much more much more rewarding. Um, there is just a there's just a magic ton of things to do in it. Hmm. Like I have I have friends of mine that we play together, and uh, we have a team we're called the B team, and our motto is if the A team can't get it done, we might be able to. Might. <laughs> that, that's our motto. So like, there's in game rating. It's not anything like a, a mass, you know, an MMO raid is. This is four people doing content, like the hardest content in the game. It's four people, 
But, you know, you go in there and you kill that that APC or that Blackhawk that's shooting at you the whole time. And it kind of feels like it's an MMO because they're just giant bullet sponges, but they're so much fun because there's so much coordination that has to go into it. and It's just... The experience like, a thousand times better than it was initially. And even the PvP in that game is actually really fun. Because okay. you... Back in the old days of the game, when you would shoot somebody either on your team or just a random NP- or player, you would be turned into what's known as a rogue. And everybody would be notified that you've literally just gone rogue, and now everybody can hunt you. In this, with the new update to the PvP, you actually have to, tr- you have to turn on the ability to go rogue. But once you go rogue, the only way to get out is by finding a... Uh, interactive panel to deactivate your rogue status. Oh god, that's fucked up. So, yeah, it's it's a lot better. Like, let's say you happen to have some of the, you know, like, let's say five or six exotic guns that you're trying to get out of there with because you just killed a bunch of players. Your skull is broadcast to everybody inside the dark zone. And people will find that and they will try to hunt you down. If you make it longer, or if you make it to the, the panel to deactivate the rogue, you can then call in an extract to get that gear out. Otherwise, if people kill you, they get your loot. So there's, there's, it's high risk, very high reward. Hmm. There's also, there's also, um, a mode called survival, which if you do the PvP survival, it's basically a form of a battle royale set to where you can craft your guns, you craft um, flares, you craft your armor, you basically have to craft everything while you're freezing to death. Because you're dropped in the middle of New York City in the dead of winter inside the Dark Zone. You're just in a separate section of it that's not normal PvP. You go in, you start looting stuff, and you start getting stuff to make your guns, your talents, your armor. And then you have to say, okay, how do I get out of here? How you do don't. I, you know, how do I make it out? <laughs> you don't. No, you actually venture into the dark zone, and you ha- are given a location for uh, medical supplies. And you have to extract these medical supplies. Hmm. All the while, you also have to maintain your uh, infect your viral infection status that the game puts on you as soon as you go in. So, it, like I said, it starts out there's there's very the very basic rudimentary element is it's a br because if I run in there and I see happen to see you running across the street, I can kill you. I can take I, I can take whatever loot you have on you, and then I can run off. Makes sense. I mean, especially seeing how most of the game is PVE, so yeah. Right. So it adds, you know, it adds that that flavor of a BR, but at the same time, now I have to craft everything and I have to find, I have to scavenge for supplies and stuff like that to stay alive. There's a normal side to that same mode. There's a what we call a PVE P. It's wait, um wait, what? so you you queue up for a regular <laughs> you queue up for survival, but uh, you don't queue up for a PVE 
PvP match. You queue up for a PvE match. Now, there's still other okay. players that are in the zone with you. They just can't kill you. Mm. So it's it takes it takes the out it takes out the BR element. It's still I mean it's still pretty fun. You still have to scavenge for everything, but it, you know you can. I think I've only really completed it three or four times because I tend to get overzealous with it, and I'm like, oh, I can push this a little bit further, and then I run into <laughs> you know like four or five mobs, and I'm like, well, I'm dead. Gotta love that. Yeah. So, but you know, making yeah, <laughs> talking about in this case the MMOs and all that stuff, and especially seeing how Division actually went from people saying it was dog shit to good. Yeah. How has WoW so far? How has WoW maintained? Especially seeing how I heard you know after Mr. Pandaria, people are like, eh, like you said. Oh, it it, then, it dropped um, player base to. I think it was five million, something <laughs> I mean, like that. Five million, because you got to remember, this is still a subscription-based game. Oh, which still doesn't make any goddamn sense. I'm sorry, <laughs> it, bro. It's this. We're coming up on 14 years of content on this uh, one game. So 14 years with an with a subscription, you know, it's 14 years of what 12.99 a month. If you do the six month at a time. Oh, oh, standard oh. one month is fourteen ninety nine. All I want is Warcraft Four. Why is that so difficult for them? <laughs> oh, I'm right there with you. I would, I would be in heaven with a Warcraft, but that's why I play Stellaris. So, if okay, they it was Legion after Miss Pedera, right? Nope, War, uh, Warlords of Draenor. That was See, another. I, it was another low point. Wad was. I, uh, I was going to say bad. I forgot about that one. Which a lot of us try to. That was uh, where they you could add bases and build your own uh, encampments, right, or some shit. Like um, that. was it warlords that introduced garrisons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. warlords introduced garrisons. Yeah, so you would go out into the questing world and you would come up on a place, and there would be a quest there to build a base, and then you would in turn use that base to send out your followers on missions, craft different. Um, or to get different items, you could uh, you could potentially get raid gear through it just by cr- having your minions go out and do a raid version of a mission. Okay. So I mean, it was in the idea that was sent out that said, "Hey, this is our new thing." Initially, the player base thought it was brilliant, and then it just got to be tedious, and it got to be another job. And I it mean, wasn't. It was wasn't fun anymore, and it be, soon became pretty worthless. For fourteen years of content, especially if you've been paying for it this whole time, it's practically a job. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And that brings us obviously. I mean, well, what did what did Legion do different, or what would, what did Legion? Because I heard that one actually kind of fixed some stuff. Warlords did a lot. Uh, Warlords did some things right, but the majority of those was bad. When Legion was announced, they said um, there was going to be. You know, a lot of a lot of changes, a lot of talent rebuffs or not rebuffs, but uh, talent reductions. Like, I think at one point my prop paladin had like thirty buttons to push. Okay, and then they did the talent squish, which took it down to like six. It was a much like it was the combat became a little more fluid. 
But at the same time, you know, you still had certain cooldowns you had to manage, you had certain rotations you had to hit. So you still had to actively play your character. But it's it made it a lot easier in the long run to keep playing your character because you didn't have, like I said, almost 30 buttons that you have to be like, do I use this one next? Do I use this one next? Do I go with that? You know, XYZ. Warlords initially started that with just some minor tweaks to the talents. Um, Legion <clears throat> fixed, like, put the... Fight, Legion did a, on a it. basic, like, a, just a massive overhaul that needed to be done. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and I guess that brings it to... Uh... Which now brings us... Now brings in... And Legion's storytelling was actually pretty good. Yeah, because... See, what's sad is that because I played Warcraft 3, I remember some characters. I'm like, so Illidan is back. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> okay, so let's go back to Warlords real quick. Warlords introduced time travel. Okay, you can just stop. We'll talk about something else now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. God damn it. Of course, it's fucking time travel. Mm-hmm. And that's what we all said. We were like, great, time travel gross it's it's interesting that you like with the way the time travel works you get to go back and see draenor and how everybody basically had to flee draenor and what caused that whole thing for for you know the, the draenei to have to flee their home planet and come to azeroth it, it, yeah, dude, it was it was really not fun in the long run, but you know, it is what it is. It was, it was they, a necessary evil to get to where we are today. Uh huh. Pretty much. Now, mind you, I did. I took a large portion of the last two years off. I played initially when Legion came out, and then the second raid content, the Trials of Valor, came out. And I stopped playing. Didn't play any more from Trials of Valor up until about two months ago. I mean, I, <laughs> you you played other things. You know, there's more time. There's, there's good a things lot to play currently. <laughs> well, that's where I started. Like, after I quit initially playing uh, Warcraft... I started investing my time into Rocket League and started to play. I've, I've participated in some tournaments uh, here and there. I'm not super competitive with it, but if there's a, like a local event and there's a Rocket League tournament in it, I'll, I have a partner that I can go and we can jump in these tournaments and be competitive in twos. So that's where I, I, invested, a, I invested a lot of time into that. Um, I invested a lot of time into the division. Once again, um, I didn't invest as much time as I should have into Rainbow Six, but I was getting to that point, and then I burned myself out on it because of how toxic the community was at one point. Um, it's I have got- a buddy of mine uh, who swears down by Rainbow Six Siege, and he plays on PS4. He, I mean, the game's fun. I can see it, but personally, I don't know what it is. I can't get into it, and I don't know why. Uh, 
for me, it's the tacticalness to it. It's it's not just your everyday run of the mill Call of Duty shooter where you run in and just blast people, take seventy eight you know seventy eight shots in the face, and you don't die. Dude, the last Call of Duty I played personally was Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> Modern Warfare Three, and that was nope. where I ended the series. Nope, I I refused to give Black Ops. Sorry, I refused to give World War. Uh, no, not World War. What was the 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 first one after Modern Warfare Two? World at War. Yep, that's why I stopped. Done. I, I was like, nope. I, I refused. I I am a strong believer in the whole same thing with like Rock Band and Guitar Hero, where everyone's like, "Oh, Guitar Hero 3 I'm like, "Nope, Harmonix didn't make it. I'm not touching it." So World at War, I was like, "Nope, Treyarch didn't make it. I'm not touching it." They're like, "Well, Treyarch came back." I'm like, "That's not Treyarch." That is someone who got a lobotomy. <laughs> it's someone else. It's not the I, same company. I only I did Modern Warfare three, and that was the last one I ever played. Um, I have no intentions of ever going back because it's just a dumpster fire in it in its current state. I don't know because I will admit, after all this time, I'm kind of weirdly curious about Blops Four. Only for the speed, the improvements, and all the stuff they've done to it. That is the only reason why I would like to try it. Well, if you go back and you actually start playing it, you let me know. And then in six weeks, when you have to put yourself in a rehab because you cursed some little 12-year-old's mother out, again, I mean, let me know. The mother deserved what she got, let's be honest. <laughs> why? Because she birthed a 12-year-old that just freaking shot you in the face with a shotgun? Um, I mean, the kid should not be online. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do have a point. You have a valid point there. But it this actually ties into the reason that I quit Overwatch because of how toxic that community is and the reason that I stayed away from Rainbow Six Siege for so long with the toxicness of that community. Both games, funny enough, have gotten a major overhaul into their reporting systems. Mm. And supposedly, toxicity is at an all-time low in both games. It, it's, it's actually... Uh, I, I've been playing Rainbow Six Siege a lot. Uh, with a group that I normally played uh, Destiny with. Because when we all took a break from Destiny, we went back to playing Siege. And Siege as a whole is like... It's like 2.0. It's, it's literally like walking into that game and going, this is Siege 2.0. The community is nowhere near as bad as it was before. Um, and now if you trash talk in chat and you say like any form of... like hate words or racial slurs it auto bans you it's an insta ban (laughs) so like you could spell you know like people spell the n-word with like two sixes instead of the g's you get banned instantly (laughs) nice um the reporting feature is a little wonky still like you it's just it just says report for toxic behavior but if you get reported enough times for toxic behavior you get banned and then you so you get banned for like 24 hours, and then the second band is like like a two- or three-day event, but it also yeah, gets reviewed. It, basically, it starts escalating. Mm-hmm. And it gets reviewed by the team, and if the team deems it, you know, that you're a super toxic player, you can get Irma banned. If there's enough reports against you for toxicity, you can literally get a Irma ban from Rainbow Six Siege. It's harder than most people think, but it's... You know, it's getting to that point where where people are having to happen. Just recently, there was 1,300, 1,400 accounts that were 
uh, are going to have all of their season rewards removed at the end of the season because they were using uh, boosters bought through a website that somebody of you know diamond or like diamond rank would come in and your character or your account is not ranked at all. They would come in, you would pay them like a couple hundred bucks, and they would literally carry you to diamond or carry you to plat, whatever rank you pay for. They carry Look, you man. to that. Look, man, what I spend my money on is none of your concern. <laughs> the problem is, it's breaking the game because now you get into that. You 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 know you get up there and you're like, oh, I'm a I'm a diamond player, but then all those players that you went through while you're being boosted, they have to deal with the fact that you just cheated. Oh no, I'm not arguing that one bit. So, but yeah, all those people they have to deal with that, and now like it makes the game. This is miserable for everybody. So yeah, there was like sixteen hundred, thirteen or fourteen hundred accounts that went through that, and they're getting all uh, banned this week, or they already got banned, but they're going to have all their rewards removed at the end of the current season. God damn! They got a the boosted accounts got a fifteen day suspension. Um, and then I th- want to say. All of the cheaters, like all the people who are using the, who were doing the boosting, they're getting, uh, I think, higher bans. I think their accounts are going to be like worse because it, it ruins people's um, MMR. Yeah. So you know, people earn. People like like myself, they like to start with say diamond, or not diamond, but um. You start at bronze, or you start at copper, whatever the lowest tier is for them, and you start working your way up, and then you you have a more realistic sense of accomplishment hmm. than spending two or three hundred bucks to get boosted in a you know a couple days time to diamond rank, and then when you get to diamond, you you realize like people are like, yeah, you cheated, you don't deserve to be here. So that's now that that just reminds me of um, just playing Overwatch. I everyone's like oh have you uh basically prestige or anything i'm like i have not prestige i have not i had i've just i i play it i do well i'm more of a support class or mm. um assault basically but i i'm not i'm sorry i defend i i do really well defending and support i assaulting is not my thing Right. I just I don't do seasons all that often. I play a lot of games. I don't just play one game at a time. So I can't really just sit and say I'm going to dedicate enough time to rank up in Overwatch. It's not what I do. Yeah. But I have enough people who are like, "Hey, you should hop on." I'm like, "Anytime a new character drops, I'm there." <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I'm a support main with uh like a tank main in the background. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So I do a little bit of both, more more so support. But in the time, in the most recent time that I've been playing, I was basically a Reinhardt one trick. Uh, what's her face? Egret, Bridget, yeah, Bridget. Yeah, I I like her. Lucio, Mercy, Symmetra, Torbjorn, and Diva, along with Moira. Those are my characters. It's a good uh, good flow to have. I play a lot of Reinhardt. Way too much Lucio. It's um, just it's just funny. <laughs> what else do I play? 
Lucio is always hilarious to play. A I'm lot sorry. of Reaper, a lot of Diva, um, some Junkrat. I don't I, like. I, I rotate who I play mostly, but my mains are, like I said, Reinhardt, Lucio. Like they're the two that I have the most played on. That makes sense. But yeah, I just I don't know. It, it's I do. I used to do the seasons because I used to love doing um, competitive seasons. I used to think that was the best. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with them. I just. I don't like I don't like where the community's at right now with the with the game because it's getting like people are just yelling at you if you play one character but you don't play it as good as they do. They start jumping down your throat for no oh, reason. Oh, what are you talking about, man? It's a hero game. What do you expect? I know, I know, I know. But that's why I don't play Dota for any fucking reason yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Dota can just Dota can just walk off a cliff. All right, I, I know we kind of got distracted somewhat, but I, I do need to know why is Battle for Azeroth good? <laughs> All right, so why is BFA the thing? Because a lot of people are talking about it, and it, it bothers me. Wow, should not be talked about in 2018 as it is. <laughs> <laughs> so there let me other put it games this way. to play like Monster Hunter. There's Yakuza. There's a bunch of things that are more important than oh, Yakuza World Zero. Warcraft. Mm. Yes. Mm. Brilliant game. But no. There are, there are more important things other than fucking World of Warcraft 14 years later, sir. Very much so. And my thing with my thing with BFA is I'm getting that nostalgia feeling of I was still in fucking high school, okay? That's I had to put that out there. That I was out, let's see, it came out 04. I would have been in my first year of living in South Korea because of the US Army. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> I picked up... Actually, well, I didn't pick it up right away, because I was still playing Guild Wars at the time, but my roommate got me into it. And I played on his account for a little bit, and then I was like, oh, no, I'm just going to buy my own now. And then I bought my own account, and I've been playing it ever since. It's like that crazy ex-girlfriend you never want to get rid of, but at the same time, you're like, just one more time. Nope, nope. It's it's too she, many it times on all those. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But that's what it comes down to. So playing this now, there's a lot more changes that have come into the classes. Um, they did away with the with the last expansions artifact weapons. Like they you they killed them basically. Then this is back to. Horde versus Alliance, which is literally the core of Warcraft. You ever yeah, go to BlizzCon, you ever, that. you know, you go to BlizzCon, you see all all the people. There's literally divided down the middle of Horde versus Alliance, and like, you know, they do their war chants, and you hear people just bellow out for the Horde or for the Alliance, and you're just like, oh man, that that twinge in the back of my neck, like, I miss that, and that's kind of what you get now. Well, um, yeah, because the when story you and the your writing, little unit in the game. They said, you know, for the alliance, but you're yep. like, no, because you clicked the orc, and he's like, zub zub. That, that's that's <laughs> Warcraft. <laughs> well, if you click Jim Reiner in StarCraft enough, not in he'll stop touching me. 
I know, but that's 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 my Blizzard games. None of this goddamn fucking. Oh look, it's my Murloc pet. No, fuck you. Where's my goddamn turn-based <laughs> RPG? No, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. It's just they they do so many things right with this one. Like it's just it's nothing. It's not like going in there and be like, man, I'm just I'm just another day of Warcraft. Like, ugh, why am I playing this damn game again? I'm glad you finally see the light, especially after 14 years. <laughs> Think back to a time, let's say when you played maybe Starcraft, and it was you were torn, like you, you were the the Protoss. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Starcraft's always been fun though. But like you were you were the Protoss, and you were fighting the Zerg or whatever. Because I was a pro, I was a dirty Protoss whore. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but like, I was actually you know, a Terran. I loved my Terran game. Nothing wrong with that. Although I would have probably smoked you if we played competitively. I don't know. I'm a. I'm a. Well, yeah, competitively, yes. But if we're playing just scrub matches, skirmishes, I'm sorry, I turtle the hell out of it. I come finally when you see me, I have everything maxed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like asshole. um. Like uh, it, it, you get that nostalgia feeling. Like, oh my god, this is this is what I've been missing. Like, literally, I log into my game and I'm like, who do I go kill today? And it's like, um, it's going back to those roots. It's like the the whole conflict right now is between King Anduin, which is the leader of the Alliance, versus Sylvanas Stormrunner or Windrunner right now the current war chief for the horde and there's some massive atrocities that she goes after and commits and people are like why the fuck did she do that like you get these amazing written cutscenes that tell this that blend the story together you're just like holy shit like she just basically called for the murder of people in within her own uh care and you kind of get a sense of now I have to have retribution, like I have to go murder this woman. Look, man, you kill a bunch of kids one time. <laughs> Look, dude, all right, it was a bus, and I put some C4 down because there was an armored truck behind it. I didn't realize Miss Frizzle was going to bring the magic school bus that day. Um, One time. Oops. One time. <laughs> My bad. It always, it just, you know, hey, look, when I'm playing co-op games, <laughs> you see... You can never live it down. It, it reminds me, I was playing uh, State of Decay 2 like a couple, like a month or so ago. Very fun game, but it just didn't last. I mean, it's still good. You just have to, you have to basically start and find somebody who's going to yeah. sit there and like play with you and go through everything. Because if you kind of teeter off, yeah, it's going to, it teeters off. But, yeah, mine um, at one point bugged out and I couldn't progress anymore. The the loveliness of, hey, what are you doing? Don't worry about it. I told you not to do that. What are you doing? Don't worry about it. And all you hear is, the horde is coming. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, man, are you serious right now? Like, ah, oh, damn it. I told you not to do that. <laughs> yeah, I had, a few, I had a few instances where that happened. Ah. Uh... So you're you're telling me though that Battle for Azeroth is bringing that warm fuzzy feeling of playing the game and, and actually enjoying it again though. Yeah, and having a sense of pride for your you know your respective side. 
mind you, most people right now are really upset with Sylvanas, but even the ones that, you know, are upset with her, they're still heavily representing the Horde as a whole. And they're, uh. you know, they, the, the marketing behind it's been actually pretty in- interesting because Blizzard's cut these commercials uh, recently where it's like, um, oh, the dude getting on the bus and seeing yeah. that big buff dude, and he yeah. comes to find out, and it's actually the girl across the way that's for uh, Alliance, and you know that sits next to the dude because he's horde as well. Right, right, right. And then there's some other ones like overseas. There's um, like these people go to I think it's uh, a restaurant or something. There's like five or six different commercials, but they're all promoting. Oh no, they're walking out of a, a building and it's pouring down rain outside. And there's a gentleman standing there. He's got an umbrella, and the girl looks over at him, and he opens up, you know, he opens the umbrella up or whatever, and there's a giant horde symbol on it. And the girl looks at him, and she makes, like, this, like, scuffing smirk face, and she pulls her hood up over her head, and on the back of the hood, it reveals a uh, alliance symbol. I would throw water at her. (laughs) Well, I mean, she's already in the middle of the rain, so she doesn't get a, uh, what do you call it? She doesn't get the umbrella because she's standing there and it's just pouring down rain on her. But yeah, it's it it's giving you that sense of um that sense of pride that came from back in the day when you were Horde or Alliance and you saw somebody and you ran up and ganked on them and you were like for the Horde mother effer and you were, you know, happy about that. It brings that sense of accomplishment back. But there's no more open world PvP in that sense. They changed it to where this thing called war mode. And you have to be in your capital city and you toggle it on. And then you're literally in open PvP. Every area you go to, you will see those people who have that mode war uh, turned on. And those will be the people that you fight. Okay, so you basically can opt into open it's, world Yeah, PvP. you can opt into it, yep. Okay. But it's no longer server side. It's actually like just a toggle for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, so I was like, wondering, I remember the old servers, because people were like, oh, are you on PvP, PvE, um, you know, neutral roleplay, or what yeah, are you Yeah, yeah, Well, you still have your, you know, you still have a couple of the RP servers, Moonguard, and I forget the other one, but you still have them. So you can still do the RP on those specific servers, or you can do them on any server, really. Yeah. But, like you said, they had, you know, the PvP servers were segregated. So if your buddies were on a PvP server, but you didn't want to be on a PvP server, you were kind of stuck. Most people just tell you to get good. I'm so lonely. <laughs> so yeah, you ronery. would exactly. You would sit there and you'd be like, "Man, I don't have anybody to play with because they're all you know on that PvP server, and I, I'm terrible at PvP." So you're like, "I don't know what to do though." Like, you know, do I keep playing with my buddies? Do I get bored? Like, what do I do? Now, all of the servers are one. Your buddies want a PvP, but you don't. You just toggle it off. Now, you, you'll be in a, uh, what's known as an, a separate instance. You won't be in people who are with the uh, war mode. It'll be, you'll be kind of alone, but not, because you'll be with everybody who isn't toggled for war mode. So you can go out and you can quest in the same zone with a guy who's from the Horde if you're Alliance and you can't fight each other. You can just stare at there and spit on one another. 
and that's where it stops. That just reminds me of GTA Online. I gotta admit, like uh, I a, little bit, who, a little bit, a little bit. A few of my friends keep on playing it. I really enjoy it. I, I still find Rockstar's whole oh four people heist that, that was a stupid idea. Should have been at least eight. But, yeah, six to eight would have been better. Um, it sucks because I'm still like low end, like level twenty or over the hell I'm at, and my friends are all like in the fifties, sixties, eighties, you know, higher and all that. Oh, you're and, way higher than I am, bud. I'm 20. <laughs> you're, you're, dude, you're still higher than me, bro. How? Because I don't play it. Okay, touche. <laughs> well, I will say then, if Red Dead goes to PC... Uh, yes, no. Uh, I mean, right now, I don't have a way to get Red Dead. Red I mean, Dead's not going to be out for like another year and a half. I would play Red Dead. I need me some Red Dead too, because have you seen that trailer though? I have, but I was I had a big big uh, I had a feeling that it, like it was it felt lacking to me. How? I, I know I know it's it's still early for the game in its terms of life. It's still early because it's not even out yet. Dude, just, my my fondest moment of Red Dead One, or sorry, Red Dead Redemption One, was playing the online mode with my friends on xbox 360 mm. and we had this little caravan we had all the horses and one by one of my guys was on a uh, a horse and carriage so we we're trying to get through and my buddy just turns around takes out his rifle shoots my horse dead in the face i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you he looks at me and goes whatever bitch and just rides off and wow. I'm like, guys guys come back hey guys he goes Surges, you're fine. I'm like, there's coyotes. The coyotes are eating me, guys. The coyotes. <laughs> the coyotes came out of nowhere, Can't ate trust my the coyotes, horse, man. and then ate me. I was so pissed. <laughs> hey, I mean, you have a valid reason to be. I would have been horribly mortified if somebody shot my horse. <laughs> it would have been like John Wick in the Old West. Oh God, it was so awful. Because he's like, <laughs> I'm like, why did you do it? He's like, remember how you? I'm like, no, no, no. Don't don't try and pin this on me because I accidentally <laughs> shot you once. <laughs> uh, but now I okay. I mean, I got to give credit where credits due, especially seeing how if they can keep up player, not even retention. I have a friend who, no matter what, is on WoW on a like a daily fucking basis the entire time I've known them. <laughs> and it yeah, makes no I mean, sense. there's. There's a lot, a lot of stuff to do in this game. And even, you know, you have people, like a friend of mine, she's a mount collector. She told me today she's got 343 unique mounts or something to that effect. Like That's too many, man. I like having four, maybe five. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't say that. Um, I'm actually pulling out my mount journal right now. I have 148. Ugh. But Ugh. you also got to think that's 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 from both Horde and Alliance, and that's buying all of the blue versions of a mount, and then all of the purple versions of that mount as well, because they have you have your rare, and then you have your legendaries or your epics, um, for the mounts. But yeah, there's just there there's so so much to do. I can see why it's held for 14 years as the number one MMO out there, like subscription-based MMO that's out there. 
nah, dog, you got to get on that Monster Hunter and try to take down big monsters. <laughs> Bro, I have it for PS4, but I need it for PC. I was going to say, that doesn't do dick. <laughs> well, if I had this, you know, if I had the money, I'd have already had it for PC. Well, if you sell that PS4 version, that's, that goes towards it. <laughs> I already sold the PlayStation. I sold the PlayStation. I sold that months ago. Ah, gotcha. Had to, man. I've been there. I understand completely. So. But yeah, that's one thing I want to just get back into Monster Hunter. Like, I, I play Dauntless. That's another game that I play a lot of. Um, wonderful, wonderful free-to-play Monster Hunter-esque type title. Mm-hmm. But very sim- simplistic compared to a Monster Hunter. Yeah, I, I admit, for World, because this is my first time playing World at all, I mm-hmm. started with Dual Blades, and I yesterday just picked up the Insect, insect Glaive. Insect Glaive is fun. Um Especially with if you have a good party, it's uh, it can be very useful. I myself am not an insect glaive user. I'm a charge blade. I always have been. I like my dual blades. They're fun. They're, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of they're very unique uh, with their their play style. I've just for myself personally though, I've always been. I love sword and board and the um, okay. the, the charge blade. Once you get like once say you it, learn say the it, combo. No, no, once you learn the combos, (laughs) not even getting good, just learning the combos and being like, all right, I know when I need to do this, I know when I need to do that. You can can really start to get some stuff done. That's why I like my my dual blades and uh, kind of by proxy the insect glaive, as long as I can just smash buttons. Yeah. (laughs) I get in, hit it a bunch, and then get out. Now, before I had to relinquish my PS4, I started using the, not the great sword, but the the one that looks like the samurai, like the long blade samurai swords. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Um, I started using those and started to get really, really precise with my timings and doing some of the more flashy combos you've seen on like YouTube or highlight reel. I've those been things able are to pull disgusting looking. Yes, very, very much so. And I've been able to pull some of those combos off because I got to a point where I was actually really good with it. Gotcha. But well, yeah. man, I will say it's been actually fun talking to you and everything, but I do need to... Uh, it's, it's I'm tired. I oh Yeah, God. no, dude, I trust me, I understand. <laughs> but I appreciate you being on, and hopefully we can kind of pick this back up another time. Oh, I'm always up for it. Um... Do you want to plug anything before you leave? I mean, yeah, why not? I'll throw it out there. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitch, it's twitch.tv forward slash Captain Remus. That's C-P-T-R-E-Y-M-I-O-U-S. Um, I do plan on starting to stream again. I just got to get a couple things set up. Uh, one of them right now is a graphics card because I need a second one to do some stuff with. Nah, dog, you just need a better CPU to multitask. Oh, no, my CPU multitasks is fine, but I'm trying to... There's a setup that I want to do. Oh, you're one of those assholes. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's not one of those assholes. It's just a a unique way to make stuff work. It also reduces the load on on one GPU to just do the game. Gotcha. So, yeah, basically that'd be all, though. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, like I said, if you, that's where I'll be at most of the time. Um, 
I don't have a set schedule yet, but it's usually in the evenings around 8 p.m. Eastern. That's usually about when I'll start when I'll start streaming for a night, and I I go for six, seven, eight hours at a time because I get lost in my game. So I miss having that much free time to play video games because now it's like, hey, I'll turn on Monster Hunter. I got like maybe forty five minutes. <laughs> I got forty five minutes. I can do one hunt and uh, time to get off. There you go. So I uh, I mean that or Yakuza, which. I need to actually get back and finish because Kawami just went up for wish list on Steam, and I'm like, no, oh boy, <laughs> no. I've had enough people tell me like, you need to play all the Yakuza's. I'm like, I will do it when it goes to PC, and they're like, it will never come. I'm like, haha, look who's laughing now. The day that it came to PC, you're like, dumbass. <laughs> you just got that red Foreman smirk on your face, and you're just like, dumbass. Oh, I told a few people, I'm like, look at it, look at it. This is one step closer to Persona being on PC. Like, that'll never come. I'm like, Sega owns Atlas. Well, they, I mean, so when the game was actually announced, they said that there will be a PC release. It just, it was going to take time because they wanted to port it. They didn't want to do a direct port. They wanted the game to actually be built for PC. That's why if you pick it up and you have a powerful enough rig, you can do 60 frames a second at 1440p. And your eyes will have an orgasm. Oh, yeah. It's, so that it's, game is downright gorgeous. Now, I, I will admit, I'm looking forward to Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, because that shit, that's on the new the new engine and everything, along with Kwame, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Very nice. But, very nice. But all right, dude. Till, uh, thanks again for joining me. Hey, uh, anytime, hope bud. To you, hope, to, hope to have you on again soon. And... Uh, to everybody else, good night. Did I lose you? No, I was talking, my brother um, was telling me about a boss. Ah, okay. I can edit this out. That's fine. <laughs> so apparently there's a boss in one of the encounters who uh-huh. has two sharks on his hands, and he has an ability that's called Sharknado, basically. So it's a pop, pro- pop culture uh... reference. Yeah, trust me. I know, I know, dude.